August Assembly. This is an important assembly. And and particularly in the context of our world today. Okay? Are you aware to what's going on in our world today? Yeah. There's a crisis of leadership across the world. Uh, And we need men and women who are spirit-filled, who are born again or spirit-filled, who are following the Lord Jesus Christ to take the lead. Amen. And when we sing that song, shine, Jesus, shine, fill this land with your glory. You know, it's not the glory of Christ. It's not going to come like a mist. You know, you see the the romantic movies. The girl's walking and there's a mist and the hair's flowing and the sun is orange. No, the glory of God is not going to come like that. It's going to come through the kingdom of God being established in in, in living principles of the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. And that will happen through you and I. And so today, uh, I really have come with a word of encouragement. Because as uh, Tony says, nobody ever died of too much encouragement. Amen. 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 I bring greetings from um, All Nations Church in Oldham, the place where God lives. I'm very grateful to Roger because uh, this wasn't my fault. It was the fault of the electronic diary. Yes, sir, of course. So we invited Roger the same weekend we're supposed to be here. <laughs> it was from the diary, really, not mine. But Roger has been very kind to be with the church today. Amen. To release us to be able to come and be with you. So I'm so blessed being here already. I'd like to turn your scriptures to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 5. Give me a good year here when you get there. Yeah. Oh, that's quick. <laughs> have, you, have you all been through Covenant College already? <laughs> okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I'll read first from the um, New International Version. Therefore, verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And, um, um, and if you read that in the New Living Translation, it will read quite similar to that. Um, the only problem I had reading from the New Living Translation and the NIV is that they, they both didn't have my title of the message, so... So I tried to find a version that had my title of the message. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm only, ki- I'm only kidding. Okay. But I read this from the NASB. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have the New King James Version or King James Version, I'll read that uh, as well. So it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things passed away. Yeah. Behold... New things have come. And uh, the NIV and the New Living Translation don't have that word, behold. And that's pretty much the title of my message, behold. Behold is a good Shakespearean word, isn't it? Behold. It's a a fancy way of saying, see. Think about this. Consider this. Look at this. Amen. Amen. Uh, And and so, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things... Passed away. Look, 
See. Have a look again. Think about it. New things have now come. I think that this is very much related to what we have heard already from the Lord. And it's that the Lord wants to do a work in the, in the, not just in the valleys, not just in Wales, but in the nations. He wants to flood the whole of this place with the glory of God. And when, the, when it says, like the waters cover the sea. So that there isn't a spot under the sea that's dry. Would you, would you agree with me on that? Yeah. Every part on the sea must be wet. Right. And similarly, God wants to cover the whole of the world, all of the nations, with his glory, just like the waters cover the sea. Yes. One of the ways that I believe that that's going to happen, and, I, and I, in speaking to some of the brothers, um, They've said that they, they believe that one of the things that God is restoring to the church is an awareness of who we are in Christ. Amen. Uh, getting an awareness of who we are in Christ. And um, listening to Roger yesterday, he was talking about this uh, philosophy that we were taught when I was growing up. I grew up as a Baptist young man. And so we're told we are sinners saved by grace. Except Paul writes to everybody that he writes to and calls them Saints. And by definition, a saint is a guy who has never sinned, he is not going to sin, and he will never sin. You you with me? And he calls them before they died, before they were canonized. Are you? you, Is my accent from the north okay? Can you hear me? And, And we grew up with this idea that we are bound to sin. Even when we have come to Christ. But that idea was actually wrong. That's right. It wasn't Christian. It wasn't from the Spirit of God. Amen. Because once you are born again, something yes. transpires in Amen. you. And the Spirit of God comes to live inside of you. And now, now you choose to sin. Yes. <laughs> Amen. You have an ability to choose to sin and to live righteously. Amen. And, and now God wants more and more for us to realize who are we in Christ? What, what do we actually really look like now that we have come and received Christ? So just nudge your neighbor and say, behold. Just, come on. Oh, no, come on. It, it needs to be louder than that. Nudge them, nudge them and say, behold. Behold. Now, so before we get to behold, there are some other words that we need to consider. And that scripture starts with, says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And I love that word, anyone. I love that word, anyone. Just, Just a certain someone. Just a body. Just, just someone. Just anyone. Uh, it doesn't have to be royalty. Can be, but doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be educated. Can be, but doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be rich. Can be, but doesn't have to be. Can be black. Can be white. Can be tall. Can be not so tall. Wide. Not so wide. It, it just doesn't matter. It's just anybody. Anybody. And the reason why I love that word, anyone, because it's my own only qualification. Because there was an anyone, I could be in. I mean, I was disqualified on many counts. (laughs) I got saved when I was 12 years old. But 
I was so much aware of the wrong things I did. Uh, there used to be uh, a powdered milk in the house. Um, and uh, I used to love eating the powdered milk when mom wasn't looking. I mean, I was stealing. And, and, and mom always somehow used to find out, find out that I had taken some milk. And I wondered why, how? Anyway, one day she, she asked me, she said, have you taken some powdered milk? And I tried to say no, and then the powdered milk just came out. <laughs> and, and, and I know you are laughing right now, but this, this troubled me for a long time until I gave my life to Christ. Amen. Amen. And, 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 I, and I tell you this because I, I felt disqualified even just by that act of stealing milk. And I came to tell you today, anybody qualifies. Anyone qualifies. I mean, you may have done drugs. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You may have stolen. It doesn't matter. And, and maybe some of you are honest enough to acknowledge you may have lied. You know, you may have lied. <laughs> How kind is that? You know, <laughs> you just may just uh, but, but you're qualified. You don't have to look to where you are, to the issues that are surrounding you, and the things that are crippling you, and the sin that continually besets you. No, it says anybody. Yes. Is there anybody here? Yes. Yeah, you qualify. Yes. You, you, you too um, can be in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, anyone is in Christ. And if anyone is in Christ, it means anyone can be in Christ. Amen. Amen. And so I don't know, I don't know everybody who is here, but you may be here and you have never really been in Christ. Oh yeah, I mean you attend meetings, you sing, you know the words, the chorus. I used to be like that. I used to sing tenor. It has changed over the years. I used to sing tenor. And I memorized scriptures. I, 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 I would win awards for, for reciting all the scriptures we memorized in Sunday school from January every, every week to, to December. But still, not in Christ. You with me? Yeah. yeah. And today you can be. You can be. Maybe your parents have been dragging you over to the meetings and you're getting to that stage where you're 14, 13, and I don't want to go. If you don't go, you know, okay, I'm going to go. But you can be in Christ because anyone can be in Christ. In Christ. That word to be in Christ, um, the, 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 the idea behind it is, is more as being in a realm, you know, as in I'm on stage or, you know, I, I can, I'll just say I'm in the stage. Can you accept that English, yeah? I'm in the stage. So similarly, to be in Christ is to, is to be from outside in Adam and, and to come in into Christ, into a realm of, a, of, a, of the anointed one and his anointing. Amen. We come into this place where we are living, surrounded by the anointed one and his anointing. Amen. Amen. And, and literally, you have to take yourself and put yourself in Christ. Totally. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you the story of a, of a, a guy who used to tight, walk a tightrope 
at the Niagara Falls. Wow. It's told that he used to walk from one side of the falls, from the Canadian side, and he walked to the American side, and he would walk back, and everybody would clap and say, Woo! Amazing! And then he took a wheelbarrow and went, went across it and, uh, and went to the other side and came back, and everybody said, Yeah! And then, and then he said, Do you believe that I can put a, a 50 kg bag? Uh, in the wheelbarrow and walked the tightrope that way and back. And they all said, of course we do. And so he took a 50 kg bag and put it in the wheelbarrow and walked the tightrope to, to the other side of the, of the falls and we came back. And they said, of course we knew that you could do it. And then they said, um, uh, do you believe that I can put a human being into the wheelbarrow and walk the tightrope that way and come back? And they said, yes, yes, yes. Because they're now convinced, you see, they thought. And then he said, uh, brother, can, I, can you volunteer? No, he didn't volunteer that one, Jess. You with me? Because although he understood that the man had the ability, he wasn't willing to risk his life to put himself in the wheelbarrow. And I'm, I want to challenge you. Have you ever considered putting everything about you, everything about your life, all of it, everything, your dreams, your finances, your home, your marriage, your children, your parents, everything, just say, I'm going to trust myself to Christ and to Christ alone. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So really here, nobody needs to leave not being in Christ. No, no. Everyone in here, I know some of us are already in Christ. I know that. I know that. But, but nobody needs to leave not being in Christ. Not being sure that they're in or they're out. No, no, just be, put yourself in Christ. Receive Christ and say, my life depends on him and on him alone. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. Now, need to have a look. The new has, has come. I want to explain a little bit that, that section that says, uh, is a new creation. See, um, I belong to the Tony Ling School of uh, Biblical Interpretation. <laughs> I don't know if Tony knows that there's a school like that. <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but he, 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 he tells of uh, his school of interpretation which says, um, where did I read that before? Have I read that somewhere? So when you read the Bible, sometimes you find a passage and think, what would this mean? And yeah, the dictionary might help. But much more, uh, the uh, scripture interprets scripture. You with me? And and if you find something that you read, I think, I think it just rings a bell like I read it somewhere. It might help you to go and read that because it might actually shed more light on this passage. You with me? So... I want to show you a passage that that rang to me in there. Isaiah 65. Are you still okay? Isaiah 65. Isaiah is in the Old Testament. And I'll go for verse 17. So God speaking through Isaiah, a prophet, 
to a people who um, had not lived according to the covenant and, and they were going to be exiled and they were going to be in exile for so many years and then they would return. And in the promise of restoration, this is what Isaiah prophesies. Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Did you get that? See, I, I don't know why, but when I read, when I read the Second Corinthians 5, I thought, hey, Paul, I've, I've read this somewhere. I've read Behold somewhere. I've read Behold. And, and I've read, I will create a new, new heavens and a new earth. And, and I've read this thing about the former things, the old things passing away. And I've read this somewhere. And then I found this passage. And in this, God is promising a new heaven and a new earth. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. This is uh, a place where no more sin, no more death, no more poverty, no more sickness, no more crying. Amen. Amen. This, is, this is it. This is the God's ultimate purpose coming down and fulfilling the whole of the world. But I have a sneaky feeling that Paul had this in mind when he was writing 2 Corinthians 5.17. That he was thinking, if any man is in Christ, this idea that God has, this desire that God has to recreate the whole world has now began in them. You with me? Yeah. If any man comes to Christ, this, this big cosmic thing that God is doing, this re- replenishing the planets and the, and the galaxies and the planetary system, all of this has begun when a man is in, is in Christ. Oh, I came to tell you that you are somebody. I know before you were just anybody. When we started, you were anyone. But now you are someone. Amen. Amen. God's purposes are beginning to work in the world through you. Listen, the new world that's being created has began when you came to Christ. When you you got born again. Oh, great day when I was born again. Yes, it is a great day because when you came to Christ, this renewal of the world, this restoration of all things has begun in your life. And all of creation is waiting. Amen. The rivers are waiting on you. Amen. The trees are waiting on you. Come on. Come on. When are the sons of God going to be manifested? I mean, that's going on right now. The valleys are waiting on you. Because the new creation has actually begun in you when you came to Christ. And I, I, I pray for the scientists who are working hard on global warming and the, and the climate change. I pray for them. Actually, I pray for Christians to go in. Because I just believe that God has put the solution not in the science, but in the church. And the glory that God wants to feel, he's not going to feel it through the United Nations. <laughs> or shall I dare, the European Union. <laughs> Lord. No, he's not going to do it that way. He's doing through, just, just say me. He, he's doing it through. Come on, say it again. He's doing it through. 
Yeah, and, and you, no matter how much you think, you know, I don't have an education, Ezekiel. I, I've grown up in the valleys, Ezekiel. Or I grew up from a poor family, Ezekiel. All my family was broken, Ezekiel. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. Now that you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Amen. Amen. And the old is gone. <laughs> the old is gone. Uh, let me explain the old has gone a little bit. Is that okay? This is the idea of old has gone. The actual word there is, is, um, is, is really like the old is dead. Yeah? Uh, the old is dead. Um, and, and God is, um, God, you know, when you go to God today, you say, Lord, forgive me, I've sinned. He, said, he says, forgiven. And then because, you know, we, we have grown up believing that one confession is not enough, then you go again tomorrow and say, Lord, forgive me for the sin I committed yesterday. And he says, which one? Yeah. That's right. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because he doesn't keep a record yeah. of your wrongs. Yeah. And so the, the Bible says, if, if anyone is Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone or passed away. It, it has died. Huh? Let me show you uh, just a verse in Romans chapter 8 that I think will probably illustrate this. Uh, Are you still okay? If you read in uh, Romans chapter 8, go to verse 37. Uh, And Paul is talking about the the things that uh, we face and and the things over which we are more than conquerors. You with me? And then I pick up in verse 37. He says, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither present, nor the future, nor the powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I don't know if you picked it up. I think you didn't. You should have shouted. Let me show you, let me show you, let me show you. It says, neither the present nor the right. f- future. <laughs> Did you notice there's no past there? Yeah. It, it has no consequence for you. Of all the things that can cause tr- challenge for you, the past is not one of them. Are you with me? Yeah. We may have to deal with the present. We may have to deal with the future. But the past is gone. It's, it's, it just doesn't exist anymore. There's no reference to it. I know your mind, your memory has it. But it's really not there. It's a mirage. It's gone. You've been set free. Set free from all the addiction. Set free from all the anxiety. Set free from all the depression. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Amen. Amen. You are now a new creation in Christ. An example of what God is going to do with the rest of the world. And all of creation still waiting on you. All things have gone. And behold, everything has become new. I'm trying to see if I can get to the, to the title of the message now. So. Isn't it interesting that, that Paul doesn't say, uh, behold, the old has gone? 
You with me? Because then we would have to focus on the, on the old. But he, he doesn't put the behold there, because he could have done. Behold, the old has gone and the new has come. No, he says, the old has gone and behold, the new has has come. Because the old, as we have talked about, is not the consequence. It's not supposed to be in consideration. Right, right. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. It's not supposed to be part of the deal anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Right. Dead. Buried. Yeah. Waters of baptism. Yeah. Up. Finished. Yeah. Set free. That's right. Yes. And it says, behold, the new has come. It's not just that the new has come, but you need to Behold it. Behold it. See it. You know, you could live. A, a friend of mine tells me a story when, when she traveled from Zambia to the UK first time. And um, she didn't know this, but, but uh, she, she got on the plane with her sisters. They were younger than her. And, uh, and as, as you know, when you get in the plane, certain altitude, they start serving some food, some refreshments and things. And she said no to everything. When they arrived at Heathrow, the kids were screaming, they were hungry. And the father said, did, did you not eat on the plane? And she said, no, we didn't have money. And the father said, well, the ticket included all the refreshments on the plane. You, you with me? Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible to be in Christ and the new has come, but to be still experiencing a low level experience. You with me? Yeah, because we haven't looked yet. We haven't looked yet. Look, the new has come. Stop and think about it. The new has come. Give it a pause. Give it a, give it a thought. The new has come. Um, I, don't, I think you remember the story of, of Abraham in the Old Testament. And, um, and Lot has just left, chosen the fertile side of the plain. Um, and God said to Abraham, lift up your eyes. As far as your eyes can see. I'll give that land to you. And um, that's when you need to see spec savers if you've got problems side. Because <laughs> you want to see properly. <laughs> you with me? Because if you don't see, um, it doesn't become yours. If you don't see, it doesn't become yours. It, will, it can be already yours, but you don't take possession of it because you didn't see. Because as far as your eyes can see, I will give it to you. There's a lady in our church uh, whose son um, was seeking to commit suicide. And so he jumped off a bridge uh, and fell onto the tarmac on the ground and broke pretty much a lot of his bones. And uh, he's been in hospital for five months now. And they've had to do several surgeries. And sometimes they bring the report uh, that they're about to amputate uh, his left leg because there's no blood flow towards it. And we pray. And then tomorrow we get the report. Oh, they're not going to amputate because the blood is flowing now. Uh, They say, yes. 
And, um, and they tell us again that, oh, there's, there's an infection on the right leg and they're wondering what to do. So, you know, they're thinking maybe that they have to amputate. We pray again, Lord, no, we don't want amputation. And, uh, and they come back and say, oh, they're not going to amputate again. <laughs> you know, so. Um, and, um, and, uh, and he's still not a Christian, this guy. Uh, but, you know, this last uh, week, the lady came to the meeting and, and said, I want to bring a testimony. And she said, uh, they said that he had broken so many of his bones that he was not going to be able to walk again. But she said, all the time they said that, I could see him walking. (laughs) All the time they told me that he's never going to walk. She said, I could see him walking. I could see him getting up and walking. I could see him getting up and walking. I could see, every time they say that, she said, I could see inside my mind that he would walk again. And this Sunday she told us that he started to stand. I'm really using that story to tell you that if you can see it, it it will be yours. Amen. Amen. If you can see it, it will be yours. Look look at uh, Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Give me a good year, yeah. Yeah. Verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every title that can be given not only in the present age but also in the age to come. And Paul's prayer was that there might be a a, a light bulb moment. You with me? That there might be a boom I see it. I see that. I see that I'm a new creation. I'm not trying to be a new creation. No, I already am because I'm in Christ. I'm not trying to be holy. Amen. Because I'm holy in Christ. I'm not trying to be righteous because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm not attempting. I'm not hoping to achieve it. No, because Christ has achieved it for me. Come on. Come on. And, and I'm here only because of that anyone. And anyone who can come to Christ, the same thing happens to them. And, and all we have to do is begin to, to, to behold. To behold. To keep looking. Um, I'm told that uh, people who are married for a while, for a long while, 
they begin to look like each other. Oh, uh, I must have hit something then. <laughs> that there's a resemblance that begins to, to, I don't know how that happens, but you know. My, my, our, our kids were very disappointed when they found out we, Mahongo and I only met. They say, I, this, this whole family thing must be a sham then, because you say you only met. We thought you grew up together in the same home. <laughs> no, you don't get it, it's fine. <laughs> But they say that families, when, when you live together, you begin to, to take on uh, actually facial resemblance. And I think it's partly because you, you, you see each other so much. And the thing that you look at the most, you become like. Amen. Yeah. The thing that you focus on, uh, just with the natural eyes even, it to affect who you, how you look like. And the thing that you focus on in your spiritual sight, amen, you you begin to look like that thing more and more. You you know, we need to have um, uh, moments of uh, imagination, you know? You sit down and think, I am in Christ. I am a new creation. What does that look like? What can I do? What can't I do? What can stop me? What can't stop me? What's important for me? What's not important? Are you with me? Yeah. What, what's, what's exciting now that I'm a new creation? What is it that's exciting for me? Hello? Have moments of imagination. Uh, I need to try and bring this to a landing. (laughs) The thing, though, to remember is because we haven't had the new creation fully come, is that you're always going to find dissonance between what, the, what you are in Christ now and what you are experiencing in life now. That, does that make sense? So I almost said what you're experiencing in real life, but that's wrong because this is your real life. Amen. But what you're experiencing in this, in this one. <laughs> you're always going to find a dissonance. And, and sometimes God, not sometimes, always, God has the tendency to uh, to say things that are impossible. Have you ever found that? <laughs> God comes and says, you're going to do miracles. And you think, God, what, what's that? You're going to raise the dead. Yeah. Lord, you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you are going to fill my, my world with my glory. Right. Say, your world? Does that include America? <laughs> I mean, like, like what, Lord, do, do you mean, do you mean, do you mean Gabalfa interchange? <laughs> he says, no, I mean, I mean the whole world. And he said, Lord, I have no resource. I have no ability. I stammer when I speak. I haven't been to Bible college. I don't have money. I, I, 
I only have one pair of shoes. It's crazy what excuses come to your mind. And, and God will always, always come to you when, you when you've been married to a girl for 75 years. She's been barren all through her years. Yeah, you're 75. You, Jermaine, you're, you're getting on. And he's going to come to you and say, you're going to have kids, as many as the stars in the sky, and as many as the sand on the seashore. And say, Lord, are you sure you're okay? Do you have a fever? <laughs> Can't you see what's going on here? I mean, Sarah laughed. Sarah, Sarah said, my Lord, Lord, you must be joking. Even Abraham is old, Lord. But God will always come. And sound something that contradicts your environment. Yeah. And then God, I don't know what to do. How, how do I do this? How do I do? Say, just listen to me. Yeah. Just focus on me. Yeah. Just behold. Yeah. Just look to me. Yeah. Keep, keep focusing on me. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to happen. Amen. It's going to happen. Amen. If the number that were there at Pentecost... Got 3,000 people saved one day. We are near, what, 300? Or what is the number? I don't know. I don't know. Several times 12. Several times that. You with me? We can do more. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, say good amen to that. Amen. We can do more. Amen. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You know, I am trying to watch the timer. So I, I, I go to a breakfast. I used to go to breakfast regularly. I don't very much because I don't just the timing doesn't work. But, but I got, we used to go to breakfast and we'd sit together with other Christian church leaders. Christian church leaders. And we'd be eating breakfast, you know, some, some uh, um, bacon. Good. I got, I, got, I got one person hungry. But, you know, and, and we'll be talking and, and we'd all be saying, they would all be saying, you know, Oldham is such hard ground. Oh, Oldham is such hard ground. So many Muslims around here. So many Asian people around here. Oldham is hard hard ground. And they're talking, and and I'm quiet. I say, Ezekiel, why why are you not saying anything? I said, well, because in the Oldham where I am, it's not hard ground. They said, what do you mean? I said, oh, people are getting born again. People are getting baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit. I said, is this this Oldham you mean? I said, yes. Now, even if we've only seen one person get saved that month, it's still better for me to confess that than to start making my own ground hard with my own mouth. You with me? So my circumstance has no consequence on, on the power of the word of God to fulfill in my life. And so when you get away from here, you're going to find some things that are totally at odds with what we've talked about here. I mean, many things. They have no power to stop the movement of the word of God. Amen. They they have no power to stop you being the new creation that God has created you to be. And for you to have the impact that God has created you to have. And all of creation eagerly waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's you. Yes. That's right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's you. That's you. You are the anointed people of God. You are the one that are going to bring the glory of God. Not just Wales. Not just Metha or Kathili. 
Oh, Cardiff. Oh, uh, Swansea. Hanslow. No, it's the whole world. The whole of it. When you pray, pray for the world. Amen. I know pray for Swansea. That's okay. Pray for Mayhew. That's okay. For Pembrokeshire. That's okay. But pray for the world as well. Say the whole world will be filled with the glory of the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. Nothing will stop the movement of the power of God. Nothing will stop the movement of the spirit of God. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen through So I, I just hope that you feel a, bit, a little bit encouraged then. Amen. I just trust that you, you feel uplifted. Yes. Yes. But more than that, I trust that you, you know that there's nothing out there that has the power to stop you. Amen. 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 Amen.